0: And your life is not far away from that thing. It's all right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is me, your host for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, here with you this evening on the Dark Night mic. I have Baltimore here with Tarzan Boy, a very classic 80s song. I'm going to go ahead and get them tuned down here so we can get right into the mix of today's show with the news. Now, I am back. Like I said, I would be here at the end of the week, beginning of the new week, and I am not here to disappoint. And we have lots of things to cover. Now, the very first thing that I'm going to talk about, folks, is the (laughs) the gasoline and diesel fuel price hikes now if you're here in the ohio area you probably got a shock today and it's not just here in ohio it's nationwide but here from marion ohio where i'm from it went this morning at seven o'clock a.m it went from four dollars and 89 cents a gallon to 5.19 a gallon in some places it's 509 some places it's 5.19 520 folks that's that's anywhere between you're you're looking at anywhere from 20 to a 35 cent increase in gas prices within an 8 hour time span that is crazy now i i drove around today uh, after i got off work and I, I will tell you something right now. It amazed me when I went to one side of town, between 10 and 15 cents difference, I found one gas station, which was the certified here at Marion, that was still at $4.89 a gallon, and that was at 3.15 p.m. this afternoon. By now all of the gas prices and all of the gas stations are up over $5. Now, when I stop to get gas, I have 20 a 21 gallon tank in my truck. It cost me $78. And that's just not at half a tank. That was a little under half a tank. $78. When I stopped that certified today here in Marion, Ohio, this was off 309 out here, State Route 309. There was pumps on there that had 120, 140, 80 from previous vehicles gassing up. And these were not big vehicles. Folks, the gasoline prices are getting pricey. I do not know how people are going to stay afloat. I really don't. It is getting scary concerned out there. And speaking of scary concerned, I besides me bringing up the gasoline uh, and diesel fuel prices, I have our first article here for tonight's show. It is from Fox News. It came out June the 6th, which is today. Title of the story. It says, White House worried about Jimmy Carter parallels to Biden presidency, as approval ratings remain low, tanking. Biden's approval ratings are tanking yet again, even surpassing the low point of Jimmy Carter. If that is not a spell for disaster right there, folks, and what we have coming, I don't know what is. I have been saying, I said this last week, I've been saying it for a while now. That with all of these inflation, the gasoline price tax, the gasoline going up, diesel fuel going up, we've stopped production, food shortage, national security issues at our border in abroad. Now we have not only the inflation issue, we, we have recession going on. And where is our president? Well, he's went over a hundred days without addressing the public, addressing the news networks, his, his whole administration, folks, they have no plan to help you, the average American. At this point, folks, America is in this alone. There is no one that's going to bail you out. So, what is my my advice to all of my listeners out there? My advice, even if you're a new listener or maybe you talk to someone about my show, I'm going to tell you right now, folks: It's time for everyone to buckle down, start budgeting, don't be spending. Needlessly, I know a lot of people with it beginning to be summer here in about two weeks, officially. You're looking at a vacation. You may not be going on vacation. Prices are going to continue to skyrocket, especially in the energy sector. Getting into this article, this is why I'm bringing this up. Start in this with the article here. It says the Biden White House is reportedly worried that the parallels to former President Jimmy Carter's presidency are going to stick as gas prices and inflation continue to increase and the president's approval ratings remain rock-bottomly low. This is Politico reported on Sunday, June the 5th, that President Biden and his aides or feeling defeated by their efforts to counteract the challenges that the Biden administration is facing. They're not doing anything. Stop giving this administration credit for nothing. They haven't done anything. They're not trying to do anything. Let's get real here. There are steps, folks, that they could be taking to help the issues going on here in this country. They have plenty of Trump. I know people hate Donald Trump, but when Donald Trump was president, his economic policies were working. They could put those back into effect and it would help within the sectors that it needs. Good example, energy, gas prices. But they won't because anything that's connected to Donald Trump is bad. It says, morale inside the 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is plummeting as growing fears that the parallel to Jimmy Carter, another first-term Democrat plagued by soaring prices and foreign policy uh, morasses, will strike as Politico wrote here on Sunday. It says, continuing on here, they gave that President Biden has went over 100 days without addressing the media or the public about the issues going on at hand. It says when the actual news networks question Biden, they put on the kid gloves. That's very true. Right now, I'm going to give everyone a look at this poll. Right now, Joe Biden is sitting at a 33% approval rating and it's dropping why is this significant well i'm going to tell you why with midterms looming i'm going to make a prediction you're going to see more and more of the democrat party buck ways from Joe biden see this is what they wanted with donald trump They wanted Donald Trump's approval rating to go low. That way it was easy for everyone in the Republican Party to push away from him. And then the Democrats thought they would be able to go in, have their way with him in the roundtable of media outlets that were going to destroy him. And they were hoping to be able to impeach him. But it didn't happen that way. Now, am I saying that Joe Biden is going to be impeached? That's not what I'm saying. But when you have approval ratings that start dropping into low 30s and then you start getting in the 20s, your presidency is done. Joe Biden will not see another or seek another re-election. And if he does, the Democratic Party knows they're going to have to kick somebody else up because he's not going to win. They're in a dead lose-lose situation, folks, and they know it. So you're going to see more disintegration within the the House and the Senate as the Democratic Party pushes away from Joe Biden because Joe Biden cannot fix any situation. He's plummeting, and everybody sees it. And I'm telling you, I, I started out tonight talking about the gas prices because people are financially pinched people are hurting you know for the first time in a long time today i'll 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 let every all my listeners in on a a little secret there were a lot of individuals that i were talking to on the street who said that they're considerably me, considering seriously learning to ride a motorcycle Or a moped or some kind of an electric scooter because they said they're not going to be able to afford to pay for gas prices for a vehicle now if you're someone like Pete Buttigieg who is the Secretary of Transportation you're out there right now still screaming well Well, Americans should be buying electric vehicles. Why are they not buying electric vehicles? Well, Mr. Buttigieg, nobody can afford them. That's why. You don't even have a power grid that is up nationwide to support recharging them. Nor do you have a power grid system with your electric companies in each state that can support the the wattage that's gonna it's gonna be required to run these facilities everywhere, the United States has decapitated itself from the head down. We're going nowhere fast. Now, if you think that that the doom and gloom that I'm I'm talking about is, well, bad. I'm going to talk about, here's another article right here. The last one was from Fox and Politico. This one is just from Fox here. News article came out today, June the 6th. It says, this is American energy's biggest threat. It says Louisiana is known far and wide for famed Southern hospitality, rich cultural and history, and blustering cultural scenery. It says the music, the outdoors festivals, the wildlife, the unma- are unmatched in America. But none of these, as important as its role on the bayou, state plays in powering the USA, and that is true. Louisiana accounts for nearly one-fourth of the nation's refining capacity and can process about 3.2 million barrels of crude oil per day. They have the third highest natural gas production and reserves among the states. This is the New Orleans the New Orleans ports is the third largest US coal exporting in America. And it ranks among the top states in both crude oil reserves and crude oil production. Now, it's here. It says, according to the federal government, the SPR is an emergency response tool to protect Americans from energy supply uh, disruptions. The intent is to tap the SPR during times of war or after natural disasters have jeopardized the domestic production sectors. Good example, with hurricane season beginning this week, folks along the Gulf Coast are ever mindful of the SPR's importance. But it says, unfortunately, Joe Biden does not care, as he has been draining it in a failed attempt to protect his Democratic Party from political collapse. And the American consumers are paying the price for this affordability, or unaffordability as I call it, and this travesty as they drain the SPR for political purposes. It says, pure and simply, the SPR is a catastrophe health insurance plan. And it's supposed to be used properly. It can be affordable to the way to protect our nation's energy supply from worst-case scenarios. Now, why am I reading this article like this? Why am I talking about this, this reserve here in Louisiana? Well, I'll tell you why. Joe Biden thought in order to save him and the Democratic Party to save face until the November elections. And this summer... They thought that they could tap into this, use this reserve to keep gas prices at a moderate level. It failed. Not only is gas dramatically increasing at a fast rate, I just told you the gas prices here in Marion, Ohio and across Ohio, and they're higher even in different places around the United States. But they've also been tapping into this so much they've used up The SPR's energy emergency backup. So what does this mean? So for all of you Gulf Coast states out there, you better hope that we do not have any big major hurricanes this year. Because chances are if we do and you get wiped out, we have no way in an emergency to get fuel to your state To your city or your town or residence you are completely screwed instead of like i said opening up the energy sector like they did under donald trump where we were fracking we were energy independent for the first time We have stopped all production. Our set oil stations and rigging stations, they've shut down. They're not even working, folks, in certain states at half production. And you wonder why gas prices continue to surge. Then there was another article that came out in Politico just yesterday that I was sitting on. There is yet another reason why gas prices went up today and are going to continue to skyrocket. And just not gas prices. Diesel prices are going to continue to go up as well. Here in Ohio, they're at, let's see here, they're over $6 a gallon. I'm telling you what's going to happen as this goes up Companies are not going to be able to afford driver's cost and fuel wages. Drivers, if you're an independent driver, you're not you're going to get put out of business. You're not going to be able to afford the fuel to drive over the road. You're not going to make enough compensation to get your load to where it needs to go. I'm telling everyone now, the trucker strike is going to happen again. Like it did in the 70s and early 80s. It's gonna happen again, folks. You thought Jimmy Carter and his administration had it bad? Joe Biden is gonna see a repeat if this continues, and not in a good way. You're gonna see major highways shut down again in roads. It's gonna happen. You want to talk about seeing shortages at stores? The truckers go on strike. It's going to happen. Not only now do we have to worry about the SPR reserves being completely wiped out and gone now because of Joe Biden and his administration for political gain purposes. There was an article that I read yesterday in Politico I talked about some other key factors besides that and productions being cut down. No, no new contracts are being drilled upon. Did you know this was reported yesterday? That right now we could have low gas prices at the pumps, but there's also two other factors that's causing our gas prices here in the United States to go up. Does anyone have a clue what that is? If you're listening in, I would love to hear anyone's take and guess on this. You can uh, text me it's uh, or send me an email. It's uh, phone number 740-802-7936, or you can email me at politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. But I'm going to tell everybody what it is. We are supplying over 30% of Crude oil, it's being shipped overseas to Europe right now to lower the prices of crude oil over in a, with our European allies since they're not buying production off of Russia with the Ukraine-Russian war. We're now exporting oil and crude oils that we don't have here. That's coming from here which is raising our prices again at the pump. Here's the next one. We are also sending a huge part of our crude oil production line to China for their manufacturing purposes, which is not going to their manufacturing part of their country. It's going to their military. It is going to the Chinese military-industrial complex. We're powering their ships, their jets, their tanks, you name it. Again, another key factor that's hurting you, the average American consumer at the pump. As we keep getting told, well, it, folks, you we, we, we need to get on the Green New Deal. Remember, that's here hear what they said here three weeks ago to farmers. Oh, you're your, your, your going broke? What was it Joe Biden said? Well, it's going to make them farmers go to Green New Deal products for all their agricultural needs. Now what's going to happen is, Mr. Biden, is it's going to small or average size farming Or farmers or farming companies, they're going to go broke, bankrupt, gone. Or they're going to do like we've been seeing here across the nation. You're going to see agricultural farming lands sold off for residential or corporate zoning. That's what's going to happen. And then the next big thing is going to be we can't feed. We can't feed America. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Why your gas prices are going up. It's just not the way the dollar is devaluing. It's not just the inflation. I just gave you three key factors right there of why gas prices are going up. And again, if you are on anywhere in the Gulf Coast regions, the SPR, which is the emergency, um, fuel backup that we have it's gone joe biden and his administration have depleted it this year so i hope no one is um looking for hurricane season to be bad this year because you may be left in the dark with not a prayer chance in the world when it comes to fuel needs Now I am 25 minutes into the first part of the broadcasting show. I'm going to take my first commercial timeout for my Think Local First businesses. When I come back, we have much, much more news to cover. So stay tuned and we will be right back. My friends, how many people here have a driveway? Or maybe have a driveway that needs repaired. Well, I have a great company here. It is KB, the Gravel Guy LLC. Now they are located in mid-Ohio in the Ohio area. They are basically a gravel company. They will come in completely redo your driveway. Maybe you have some holes that need to be filled in. Well, KB the Gravel Guy can take care of that for you. Now, I have their information here. You can rather go to their Facebook page under KB the Gravel Guy, or you can give them a telephone call, area code 419-564-7231, or you can even message them through their Facebook page and app. Again, that's KB the Gravel Guy for all of your gravel needs. When it comes to mother nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere. They're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard folks, rather in the backyard, the front yard, up against your house. And they're just a sight for sore eyes. You have to mow around them You have to stare at them through your windows. Your neighbors don't like seeing it. It makes your property values go down. And over time, stumps start to decay, become sinkholes, or even become bug infested. And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family-owned and operated business nyhart's stump removal offers not only stump removal but forestry logging tree cutting services demolition as well as excavation and they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job for more information you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www nineheartstumpremoval.com or send your questions to info at com. stress headaches and long hours at work that pain in your lower back that just won't go away day after day week after long week you for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suite E. in Mount Galliard, Ohio, Tailored Massage, Therapy, and Wellness offer a wide variety of services including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness@gmail.com at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567. in today's juggle between family and work it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new when you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington? Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam, They also offer rides with both of their street cars and Pullman passenger cars for the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990 uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December weather-permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.ohiorailwaymuseum.org. Or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember, folks, it's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction well have I got the company for you folks America's pioneer construction with over 25 years of building and management experience pioneer construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design, and build planning, and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, call pioneer construction company located in mount Gilead, columbus and the cincinnati ohio areas or you can drop them a message at pioneer construction 1975.jb3 at gmail.com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information you won't be sorry that you did folks Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me, but I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil are roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to blackriflecoffee.com, order from their webpage, They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't want to believe me or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. Back, ladies and gentlemen, going into our second part of the broadcasting hour here. And again, if you are a new listener, I would like to welcome you to Political Theater with me, your host, on the Dark Night Mike. Your host, Charles Nash. I am here. Like I said, we are going to get right back into the news mix where I had just previously left off. We were talking about the soaring energy costs in the gas section and diesel fuel uh, area. No relief in sight for you, the consumer at the pumps, and they're forecasting that things are just going to continue to barrel down the negative path to high prices. Now, Moving on here, I have, <laughs> I'm laughing and it's not really that funny, but I I just can't help it when I see stupidity at its finest. And that is, I'm talking about the TV show, The View. Now, I don't know how people can sit here and stand to watch this show. I, I really can't. Uh, I'm not trying to sound insulting. Uh, I'm I'm not trying to downplay anyone here, but... I'm telling you, these, these people on this show must be really dumb. I mean, really dumb. Or just plain ignorant to what is going on, or they're just so blinded by the fact that... Their party or the person they voted for is just so damn stupid when it comes to anything that's economic or economical that they just they don't want to face the, 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 the hard bitter truth that Joe Biden and his administration is failing America. And I don't even think it's that they're failing. I think they're doing it purposely. Now here on The View, I've got this article here. It says, Joe Behar gives Biden a pass on baby formula shortage, inflation and gas prices, claiming it's a worldwide problem. It is not a worldwide problem. I have said this and I will say this again and again. This is a self inflicted problem. That's all this is. It says the View host, Joe Behar, said Monday that all Republicans really care about is making President Biden look bad during a conversation about the baby formula shortage, adding that inflation and high gas prices were not on him. In May, 192 Republicans voted against easing the baby formula shortage with $28 million in emergency spending. It says only 12 voted for the Dems, Goldberg said on The View, adding that former President Donald Trump made sure he didn't get baby formula from Canada because trade rules That he put in, in the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, punished Canadian companies if they exported too much baby formula here. All right. Before I move on, I want to address something here. So you're saying, these are the ladies from The View. Joe Behar is saying that the problems going on with the baby formula is because of the Republican Party not voting in for the twenty-eight million dollar emergency spending bill. First off, that bill, Miss Bayer, was to be sent. All of the money was to be sent to who? Who was going to be in charge of that twenty-eight million dollars if it passed in that emergency spending bill? The FDA. The same FDA, knowing that we have a shortage, there are mothers out there who needed formula. What did the FDA say? Instead of coming out and being responsible and saying, here are self, or self-made or self safe baby formulas that you can make at home. With everyday products that you go to a store and buy and make yourself. They did none of those things. They they gave no information to alleviate the problem. What did the FDA say? Don't make any formulas. You'll kill your infant. You could potentially murder your child. Now folks, there are many old baby formula recipes out there in any of those ingredients. Even if you messed the simple ingredients up on them, you still could not cause harm to your child. Everything in those formulas were edible. Drinkable. Would you like to know why the FDA put a closed stop on doing any of those above mentioned things that I just said? Power control. Power control and the same thing with the companies that make the baby formulas. They knew that there was a shortage problem since last October of 2021. And they sat on their hands the whole entire time and did nothing. We were too concerned the same company they wanted to give the $28 million emergency fund to The FDA. The FDA was too concerned with what? Coronavirus. Remember, we didn't escape anything with COVID last year or the year before that. No, 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 no. Everything was COVID. You're going to die from COVID. Mass COVID this, COVID that, which didn't do anything. Nothing. Nothing. But we've known since last October of last year that there was a problem with baby formula shortages. Again, the FDA is supposed to be there for the public to alleviate problems like this. So instead of making an easy, just an easy announcement on this is what you can do to make your own formula in a time of a crisis that's safe, cost effective and simple, no. They were warning, warning families across the U.S. You can't do that. You'll kill your child. Power control move. It also would make it irrelevant for you, a parent, a mother, to go buy baby formula. And they couldn't do that because that would, that would cause profit decreases. And these companies that make baby formula, they can't get it to you it's already sky high prices for baby formula for a can. No, we can't, we can't alleviate the, the crisis. We can't alleviate your, your burden at the stores either. You got to deal with it. And not only are we going to do not help you, we're going to warn you, you make a product. You're, you're going to kill your infant. See how that works. And so then, Miss Behar, I'll say this. This is why all 192 Republicans voted against easing the passage of that emergency spending bill. Because there was also other key little things that the Democratic Party adds in those bills that has nothing to do with the issue with baby formula. It was going to go to the FDA... The FDA was going to use it as coronavirus spending funds. And it never would have even alleviated anything with this baby formula shortage. So Ms. Behar, it would have done nothing. Nothing. Your argument that it was going to alleviate this problem, it wasn't going to alleviate anything. Now, as for Whoopi Goldberg, she added in that former President Donald Trump made sure that the baby formula, see it's on him now, that we couldn't get formula from Canada because of the trade rules between the U.S., Mexico, and Canada agreement, that it was going to punish companies if they exported too much baby formula. No, it wasn't baby formula that it was targeting. It was targeting a lot of key Canadian companies because because they were rather undercutting companies here or they were sending their products into the U.S. that was so sky high in price you couldn't afford it anyway. We had two problems going on. So what did the U.S., Mexico, and Canada agreement do. It put trading restrictions on all three levels to make it even across the trading board. It made it an easy playing field. And it put restrictions against not just Canada, but Mexico as well. And what had happened is you had a lot of people that just didn't like that. Now, if you were wondering there what the meowing was, that would have been Carmen, our cat. She she made her way into my <laughs> my recording studio. So she is here with us now. She's roaming around if you're wondering where blue my basset hound is too normally i've had people chiming in asking me why they're not hearing his jingle anymore um blue does not like the new studio he does not like coming into it blue has also folks been in some some health declines here uh he's he's 16 years old um he's still here but he's just not in very good health right now but he just doesn't really like coming down to the uh recording studio that I'm in right now but I'm sure he'll be back on the broadcast as well but again if you're wondering what the meowing noise was that is that is Carmen like I said she has she has made her way into the recording studio here now continuing back in to the view here now they they continued on now Behar started then talking about inflation and gas prices. And she said, by the way, she said inflation is a worldwide problem. She said Biden's getting blamed for that too. She says the gasoline is a worldwide problem. And yes, she said it's five, six dollars here. And it's like 11, 12, 13 dollars in Europe. She goes, so you can't just blame the president for every single thing. Hard continued. Now, look, why am I bringing up the view? It's irrelevant. I bring it up, folks, because this is exactly what I'm talking about. These individuals, these Hollywood elites on TV telling me and you that we should feel lucky that gas prices are only at five, six, seven dollars a gallon suck it up because other countries have it for 11 12 13 and we're we're just being big cry babies we're being big cry babies at the pumps what you're buying at the store you want to know what i why i bring these individuals up look at joe bayard look at everyone that's on the view most of these people are rather multi-millionaires or they're making six or seven-digit incomes. They have nothing to worry about when it comes to money, financial stability, or even being on a budget. They have to worry about none of those things. They all are self proclaimed hollywood mega millionaires who have to worry about none of this and then they sit on the top of their high stools there in their studios and have to preach to you and i how we should we should just stop complaining that it's not bad at all and quit blaming joe biden and his administration He's not to blame for this. Look, this is what I will say to The View or anyone else that agrees with this mumbo-jumbo that comes out of The View. Joe Biden is again 110% responsible for the issue at the gas pumps that you and i are having to deal with and in in the energy sector he is 110 percent responsible for all of the problems there within i will fight anybody tooth or nail that says otherwise because he has destroyed it single-handedly he has shut down The keystone pipeline he has shut down over half of the oil drilling in this country he has completely eliminated any new drilling contracts for crude oil none there are none actively going on he has reinstated from day one with executive orders he has reinstated all of the crazy EPA yellow tape across the country to make it a burden for us to be energy independent he has shut it down completely I go back to the greatest example to show you why he is 110% at fault, I give you the debate night between him and former President Donald Trump. What did he say when they were on the topic of fracking in Pennsylvania? What did Joe Biden say? And Donald Trump called him out on it. He said, if I become president, I'm going to shut down fracking. Donald Trump shot back and said, did you hear that, Pennsylvania? He's going to shut down your bread and butter. Your job's done. And then Joe Biden backtracked. Well, I I didn't mean I was going to shut down everything. And he has shut down everything in development in the energy crude oil sector. And it's not just in crude oil. He has went after the same thing that President Barack Obama went after. The coal industry, natural gases, all in the pursuit with his handlers guiding him and whispering in his ear every step of the way about, you got to make it a green, new United States. We got to have this green, new concept deal. We gotta have an electric car for every family. But yet when you ask them how they're going to achieve this, they shrug their shoulders and they say, I have no idea. You're just gonna magically do it. And then when we look at electric cars, what it takes to operate them, keep them up and running, the energy grid necessary for all the cars it's going to need to be charging for here in the United States. The area and width that it's going to require to build these stations. We don't have a sound plan. We don't have an energy grid that's capable of even remotely handling these powering stations. You even have the electric companies themselves, the power plants saying, we we are not up to date. We are not up to par to handle this increase. See, there is no forward planning in advance for any of this. None. It's... It dumbfounds me how much this administration, instead of doing the simple, you crawl, walk, run, this administration goes, we're going to run. But they don't run. They stumble and fall over everything. Make messes and huge backtracking disasters from which there's never going to be a good start to begin with. And then look at you to say, well, we made this mess. It's all on you. Take the fumbled mess that we've made. That's what you're getting, America. Now I could go on and on about this article from the view. I'm not going to waste my time. I think everyone here gets the point that I'm making. With that being said. We also have with energy prices soaring. Stores being void of food products and and precious items that you need for everyday living. We are also now short on metals. Precious metals. So much so. That factories around the country are shutting down because they do not have the equipment, the supplies, to make said products. You know, just here in Marion, Ohio, we have one of the biggest washer and dryer companies, which is Whirlpool they had to shut down here last week not just because of the memorial day weekend they're not even back up and running yet and if they are it's not at full capacity they don't have the materials and things needed to build their products and why well folks the united states has become so dependent on Chinese made products and supplies, it has now crippled, crippled our manufacturing capabilities because we make nothing here in the United States. And what is made is few and far between. And this administration is perfectly happy with that. They have no problem with allowing this. They have no intentions in making any of it better. This whole motto with Joe Biden, this whole build back better, it's a disaster. There isn't no build back better. The only Build Back Better that's going on is in China and other countries, our advers- uh, the, the countries that don't even support us, our adversaries. America has become dead last. You, the American public, the American consumer, the Biden administration has taken a shit on you, and you are dead last in their books. So when I tell you that things are going to continue to get worse, we haven't even seen the beginning of it yet. And there isn't any relief coming. Now, I am 26 minutes into the broadcasting hour here i am going to take our last commercial time out for all of our think local first businesses when i come back i have a couple more news articles to wrap up before the end of the show so stay tuned and i will be right back time a word we take for granted As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times, as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, Antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On the Square Antiques specialize in just that antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On the Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, Grand Millennial, Granny Chick artwork and very nice jewelry store hours are Wednesday through Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Sunday 12 to 4 p.m. they arrange payments very easily and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available for more information check out their Facebook page on on the square antiques Or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com or even by phone, area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. Friends, when it comes to big, costly concrete projects, rather for the residential, commercial or just for decorative needs, you want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business. So if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground, put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at Pennington Concrete. You'll save loads of time, money, and headaches. For more information, you can contact Pennington Concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth. But there's a solution when it comes to your Sugar Delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever going to need, folks from delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion, pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one in a lifetime moment. Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from. For more information, contact sprinkle lisa cookies and cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their facebook page for more details and special offers dad i want a cookie looks like i'm going to be making a late night order to lisa sprinkles cookies and cakeries folks Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect! House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect! Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect! How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect! ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740 504-8311 504 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook. Email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Charles Nash from Political Theatre. You know, I get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in Ohio. And out of all of them that I've done ads for, there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it. And it's so touching. That would be Footprints and Wax. Now they are a fairly new small family business. They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all natural, hand poured soy wax melts all natural chemical free face body hand feet and lip scrubs chemical free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies they also create hand painted beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones And with the holidays just around the corner, who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer? Pricing is reasonable and affordable. They provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers. Working hours are Monday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook instagram or on their web page at www.footprintsandwax.com or you can call the owner missy boggs area code 419-569-1222 for further questions and tell them that charles nash from political theater sent you thanks folks When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place, ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, Dolan Drain and Plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction. With drain cleaning, camera inspections, and a full plumbing service, They offer a 24/7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head. Billing is easy and affordable, and they offer a 10% off for services with cash payments. So if you are in need of a drain or a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560. 6807 and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. We are back ladies and gentlemen going into the last setting of our show here i've got a uh, couple more news articles here that i want to share with everybody so i'm going to go ahead and cut the music and get right back into our discussion and our news article topics that we have been discussing and that has been soaring gas prices inflation shortages at the store and i'm going to be honest with you dismal pool numbers for joe biden and his administration now last week i had talked about the shooting and the security issues not just in schools but around the country and the security issues going on at our southern border. Now, since I was talking about that, there were two articles that came out today. And I got to tell you again, just like I said here last week, The Democratic Party, actually all of them. I'm not even going to say it's the Democratic Party. The Republicans are just as much as guilty of this as the Democratic Party. Not as bad, but just as guilty. It saddens me, it truly does, folks. When we go right back into, we need more gun legislation. That'll fix everything. That is not going to fix a damn thing. They know it, and I know it. And you should know it. I'm not going to go into this whole spiel like I did last week. I got my point across. If you haven't heard it, you can go back to last week's episode. And it was taking aim at caliber. But I have an article here. It's from Newsmax. And I, I tell you, you know, Joe Senator Joe Manchin. As much as he bucks his party, sometimes again, I I'm just reminded again of how stupid some of our elected officials just go right back into the same routine, and unfortunately, he is going right back into this nonsense, same old, same old. I, we don't want to address the real problem. Mental health. All we want to address is gun control. So i got the news article here from Newsmax. Headline, it says, Senator Michonne, Raising age minimum for buying high-powered rifles makes sense. Are you kidding me? You honestly think that again this is targeting the problem area Senator Manchin do you honestly think that that targeting and raising the minimum age for buying a high powered rifle is going to really target the individuals Who, again, don't give a damn what you people in Congress put on a piece of paper. Do you think it's really going to affect them? They're going to get a hold of it anyway. You only affect the gun-abiding citizens who abide by everyday policy and laws. That's it. I'm going to read this article to you. It says, Senator Joe Manchin... Democrat from West Virginia has signaled his support for raising the minimum age of American civilians, purchasing semi-automatic rifles from age 18 to 21. (laughs) Well, I'm going to go ahead and just say this. I'm going to catch a lot of grief. If you think by changing the age from 18 to 21, on any type of weapon is going to change the outcome of someone with mental health disorders or wanting to get their hands to do harm with a firearm, you're sadly mistaken. You're also going to start a whole new can of arguments and worms that you don't want to open. Because I can already tell you what the backlash from this is going to be before I continue with this article. Are you ready? If I have to be 21 to drink, if I have to be 21 to buy cigarettes, if I have to be 21 years old to buy a firearm now, then you better damn well make it to where I have to be 21 before the United States government has me go in a list for the draft. It's coming. I will not be the first one to say this. And that is what it's going to be. If Uncle Sam is old enough to be able to draft me at the age of 18, but I can't go buy tobacco, alcohol, firearms, then we want the age for Uncle Sam and his draft to be raised as well. And I'm going to tell everybody, I'm kind of going to go on the side If that argument comes up with the people bringing that argument to congress because if you're going to be saying that i am old enough at the age of 18 to have to be called in to serve my country and i'm a veteran folks then you better raise it to 21 as well if you're going to deny adults their right to purchase those three items that I discussed. Because if they're not old enough to have a firearm, then why are they old enough to be drafted in just to be given a firearm? Do you see the counterproductive in this that that Congress does not look at? One, it's asinine in itself that this is going to fix anything. But anyway, I will continue with this article because I I want everyone to to hear this. It says, while speaking to CNN on Monday, it says, centrist Democrat said he's open to doing something that makes sense regarding age-based restrictions with high-powered rifles. And from Manchin's perspective, the three-year mortality uh, gap could help curb gun violence down the road. He said, we know we can do something that we have prevented, that we could have prevented in Texas with the mass shooting. He says, raising age, making sure that the age is at least gives us a chance to work with that person. See and evaluate if they have a little mutually, brutality to them, maturity. Manchin was quoted in saying. I said the senator's comments came 13 days after the mass shooting in Robb Elementary School in Texas, which led to the deaths of 19 students, children, and two adults. This is a shooter suspect, 18 years old, allegedly opened fired in a single classroom in Robb Elementary School. This is according to the Daily Mail. Ramos, which was the shooter, used an AR fifteen style semi-automatic rifle. Again, this is not going to fix the issue. It's not even going to make a dent in fixing this issue. And again, Joe Manchin, I'm sure you've never even heard of my show. But if you have, or you're maybe you're listening, You know, I get a a lot of pickup radio waves from unique listeners. Maybe you're one of them. I'm going to repeat this so you, Senator of West Virginia, can understand this in layman's terms. You're not addressing the problem. You're not even anywhere close to addressing the real problem. I'll give you a hint on what the real problem is. Mental health. Mental health is the problem, sir. Something that no senator in this country wants to touch with a 10-foot pole. It's mental health. And until we get serious about addressing mental health, putting funding into mental health to help individuals that need professional help. Beefing security up to protect our schools. Actually putting funding into education about firearms and safety. You will not curve or fix any of the above said problem. Matter of fact, you're going to do the opposite. Just a helpful piece of advice for someone who has watched this year's after years, after years of the same coverage of shooting, after shooting, after shooting. And the same problem for every case, it repeats. It's all the same. It's mental health. Lack of education, lack of security. That's what it is, folks. I'm not going to, I'm not going to beat around the bush with that. Now the next article here is an opinion piece. I wanted to ring this in here because it goes right along with the said article that I just read from Newsmax. This is an opinion piece from the Washington Post. I just, just had to read this. It's under their democracy dies in darkness. It's under the opinions piece. It says, surging AR-15 sales in Georgia reveal the gun industry's dark side. It's by columnist uh, Greg Sargent. It was posted on June the 6th, today. It says, after the weekend in the United States of America has come and gone, and with it, the lives of dozens of people killed in schools by guns a spat of mass shootings through Sunday, killed at least 12 and wounded 38, and a number of slain with teenagers or in their, most of them in their early 20s. It says yet, gun stores in Georgia. The AR-15s are flying off the shelves with consumers lining up outside in anticipation and getting their hands on more firepower. To some of the shoppers, the very fact that such shootings appear to be on the rise and are the focus of media and politicians is encouragement to arm up further. It says, which is exactly how the gun industry apparently wants it to be. Now, why am I reading this anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment opinion piece? Well... To give you a clear clairvoyance view of exactly what we're talking about with the problem here. Nobody, no drive by media, no columnist, no actual journalist. And if there is, it's very few and far between. And I mean very few. besides myself, are actually willing to talk about what the actual issue is. This is an opinion piece article that, again, all it goes through, the whole article, I'm not going to read all of it. I want you to, the, the the listener, you can go look this up yourself and read it. All this opinion piece is, is a glorified hit job on the NRA and every law-abiding gun owner that's out there in the united states they make the tragedies that have happened across the country between the weekend last weekend 10 years from now they make they take all of these tragedies they wrap it up into one big hit piece here under the whole assumption that guns are bad it is the reason behind all of the problems. And yet, you stupid people out there who go out there and buy AR-15s, you gun-toting sons of bitches, you are the same problem. You are the definitive answer and the exact pinpoint of the problem when it comes to what happened here last week with all of the mass shootings. You are to blame. Why well, I'm here to tell you you're not. Ready the view is going to love me for this one. Do you know who is to blame for this? I'm not just going to blame Joe Biden. I am going to blame Joe Biden and the Democratic Party and his administration. Why? And I'll even I'll even say this folks, I'm even going to blame the Republican Party as well. I'm going to I'm going to blame all of them. Why? Because again, we have cowards in Congress that can't get past the focal point of the gun itself. We can't look at the person who's pulling the trigger. We can't look at that person and say, why did they do this? What was the motivation behind it? Nope. We blame, we blame the assault rifle. We blame the AR-15. We blame the magazine, the high-capacity rounds, the nine-millimeter, the nine-millimeter shells, as Joe Biden wants to blame it now, so forth and so forth and so. Forth. We just blame guns in general. Amazingly, the gun controls itself; it targets whoever it wants to, and then it magically just pops its hand, its 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 gun, uh, handle into some person's hands, and that's that's what happens. The gun took aim itself. The gun pulled the trigger itself. We don't want to look at the individual who took the responsibility to use it. We don't want to look into why they did what they did. Again, are you ready? This is the problem. Mental health. Mental health. That was the problem. That is the problem. You go to any state, folks, and I'm going to tell you. How many mental health facilities are in your state? How many of them are in your town, community, county? Probably not as many as you think. And most of them can't do anything properly or with authority because there's not enough regulation, there's not enough law and, and protection for them to give people the proper need. Or to pink slip individuals that are <laughs> deemed hazardous for the American public meaning they should not be in the public they should not be out on the streets they should be in a facility getting treatment and help in the coming weeks I am serious when I said this last week I have a whole plan sit down to tell you we're gonna discuss mental health. You're gonna see a lot of a lot of bad, some good, but a lot of bad things that you may not even know are on the law books that do not help you. If you know someone who has a mental disorder, folks, I'm telling you, right now the law works against you on it. It works against the person with the disability. It does not work to help them or get them help. It takes extreme acts of violence for someone to be pulled off the street and to be deemed non-fittable to be in the public. There is so much darkness when it comes to mental health lack of laws lack of education lack of authority when it comes to how we should be handling it that is the issue and no one wants to tackle the problem and the few individuals who are brave enough to do it they're laughed at When I read this article from the Washington Post, it goes to the same old, same old playbook. Blame the gun. Blame the law-abiding citizens. And that's all they do in this article. Oh, people are buying AR-15s. They're scared for security. Why wouldn't they be? We have no security at the southern border. Two weeks ago, we just had a terrorist group a resident here in columbus ohio who was plotting to kill former president george w bush for crying out loud we have defunded our police department and key states and key areas that violence is just running wild what do you expect citizens to do you live in new york you live in a (laughs) freaking Well, you live in a hazardous zone wherever you go. It's like living in a D uh, military zone. I mean, you, you can't walk around the corner without potentially being mugged or murdered. So what do you expect the public to do? And they, they go on in this article from the Washington Post. This, this hit opinion piece. How you should feel terrible because you're out there buying a weapon. And they even come out here in this. They even come out and briefly say, well, we think it's this this individual. We, we I, I, I contribute some of this to the media. You contribute some of this to the media? The drive-by media... Is the reason for the hysteria in the gun sales the drive-by media promotes nothing but negative and political crime with the actual crime that's going on out there around the country they don't look at as a bad a, a, a negative They report the negative for their news and go, man, that was a great piece. We're going to get so many people watching this. The shooting down in Texas at Robb Elementary School. Wall-to-wall news coverage. Again, another key reason why we keep having these shootings. It's copycats. People wanting their Five minutes of fame. Make a name for themselves. Life sucks, so why why not just make them remember who I am for the sickest thing that I can do? Stop covering it. You deny them their five minutes of fame, this would stop. But I love this article, how they say, well, the media may contribute to why we see an increase in gun sales. You think? Boy, that's a, that's a no-brainer in itself. You think? So again, this is a hit piece. Again, if you want to look it up, it's on the Washington Post. It's on their opinion article. Again, the title is called Surging AR 15 Sales in Georgia Reveal the Gun Industry's Dark Side. If I had to rate this article, complete waste of time. Addresses nothing of the problem. Again, a political hit piece, you know who it's hinting at, and basically attacks you, the law abiding citizen who obeys the laws and just wants to be able to have something to protect themselves in the firearms, or because you are a hunter, or maybe you just love the Second Amendment, which, according to Joe Biden, is not absolute. Well, folks, that is tonight's show. I will be back towards the end of this week, most likely on Friday. Again, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. If you are a new listener, please tune in. Continue to tune in. You may just learn something new that you haven't processed, or maybe you might read something that I go through through the news here on my show. It'll get you thinking in a new direction. I also want to thank all of my Think Local First sponsors and businesses. I couldn't do the show without you, so thank you. If you would like to have free business um, advertising, or if you would like to even come on the show, there are many ways you can get a hold of me. The first one is by telephone number 740-802-7936. You can also reach me on Facebook on my Political Theater with Charles Nash Facebook Facebook page. Excuse me. Uh, you can't miss it. It's a picture of my face, red, right, red white, and blue, if I can talk here tonight. Uh, looks like something out of an old political Ronald Reagan presidential poster. Or, lastly but not least, you can email me at politicaltheater.com. 114 at gmail.com. That is tonight's show. Again, I will be back Friday evening for another riveting episode. Do not miss it. I want to thank everybody once more for tuning in. And this has been another great episode. I am Charles Nash signing off tonight on the Dark Night Mike. I will see you Friday, my friends. Good night.